Hello and welcome to the Just Mates podcast where we aim to destigmatize men not speaking up about mental health. Remember to follow our social pages on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at Just Mates Pod. You can listen to and subscribe to our podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Anchor and Apple Podcast. All the links are provided in the description. In today's episode, we discuss bipolar disorder, um, also known or was known as manic depression. Um, but yeah, um, I guess I kind of wanted to touch on this, maybe also to just educate ourselves as well. Yeah, I think, I don't know if it's, <clears throat> because that's one straight, all I know about bipolar, mate, is that there's two polar opposites of moods that you can have um yeah it's either manic depression or there's something they call which is like mania um, yeah obviously manic depression which we we have talked about and stuff is like you don't see you, you can't see a way out of it um life is all dull blah 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 everything's rubbish you, you know what i mean we always talk about this and then there's mania which we never really talk about um which is everything is positive um not positive but like i've heard from people and numerous sources and stuff and videos i think stephen fry has got bipolar disorder um he said that mania is like it's so hard to control because like yeah. every idea you have is amazing sort of thing and you can't calm it's that. like an impulsive kind of thing and like overwhelming at the same time mm -hmm. yeah pretty much um but it's to do with um it's all to do with brain chemistry isn't it Sorry. yeah it is and it's it's obviously everything that we've discussed is kind of how our brain works and what things trigger us etc and it's the same with bipolar disorder like there are certain triggers um and certain things that kind of make us feel a, more depressed or feel more excited or whatever it is um but yeah no i just wanted to touch on it really i guess something that maybe just like people like don't really like consider as much like they'll see someone who's like maybe overexcited and think oh what are they doing or like kind of take the piss a little but not actually kind of really think about maybe why they're behaving this certain way yeah and i think it's kind of that's a really good point and i also think that is it's one link to one of those things where it's saying like oh maybe that girl maybe that guy is bipolar or something or you're just you're just bipolar you know what i mean it's like um yeah it's it's you can't really say that because people who have bipolar really struggle and that's just from what i've heard and i think it, yeah you're right it's the same with like um you know people say about ocd yeah, that's and it. like um, Obviously, uh, with, with that, there's a lot of, um, uh, what's the word, um, negative connotation um, because people think that it's just like making sure that the, the keyboard's aligned with the, the mouse or whatever. And then people will have that kind of thing where, oh, maybe they just don't like a, a door being open and kind of diagnose themselves with um, OCD, whereas there's people with actual OCD who are like, completely suffering from this in like really like depressive ways and then you're kind of negating that kind of high level of ocd yeah and i and i'm and i have been guilty of this with bipolar like as well to be honest because i've had numerous numerous occasions in my life where i've either been extremely depressed or yeah or i have been um you know everything is pretty pretty good everything's going or too good <laughs> yeah or too too good right and there's and i could never really find out or like put my finger on what is what's the 
what's the in between um so it's it, 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 you shouldn't self-diagnose sorry I interrupted you but you shouldn't self-diagnose especially with something like this no definitely and i think as well like people use the term not even just um bipolar sam or like ocd not even disorders but depression in in a in a general consensus is used so loosely like people will say oh, i feel so depressed today but like they might feel low and they might feel sad but using that word kind of you're you're associating yourself with something that is so severe that you're now when people are actually depressed people are going to look at them and think oh it's actually not that bad mm. It kind of like dumbs it down a little and makes it not as important as it should be. And I think bipolar is like, like you just said, like we sometimes see people and say, oh, they must be bipolar. But I think we should refrain from saying these things, whether it's to do with bipolar or any other disorder, because that there are obviously severity levels of bipolar um, and there are things that trigger it. Um, like I'm li listing here, it says childhood trauma, stressful life events, um, abuse, neglect. Um, obviously, we mentioned brain chemistry and also genetically as well. So there's so there's a numerous amount of like um, causes for it. But um, to just say off off of um, just generally to say just because you're feeling low one day, you can't just say you're, you're bipolar. Well, so, yeah, and there's something in here which I, I never really, I kind of always thought that you having bipolar um, similar to depression and stuff, it can stem from childhood as most things do. Um, yeah. But I never, I mean, it says here, like, although lower levels of stress are unlikely to cause bipolar disorder, for some people they can tr trigger an episode of mania or depression. So like, what I'm kind of reading here is like out of stressful life events, like a relationship breakdown, money worries, poverty, and experiencing traumatic loss, that can cause bipolar. It says unlikely, but I think it can cause it. So yeah. I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that you could get it at any point. Like, you know what I mean? Like, not like saying like it's a disease, but like a, you know, I didn't realise you think... could develop it like that. Yeah, I mean, I guess trauma can come at you at any time in your life. You can be 50, you can be five, you can be 10. Um, I guess in that sense, um, what it kind of says here in a summary is pretty much it's about regulating your emotions and say if you're going through a certain trauma um, and you're not able to actually hone in on your emotions and realize what you're feeling I guess going forward from them events them traumatic events and something random happens you don't know how to be happy you don't know how to be sad so you don't know how to control these emotions mm. so this case of bipolar comes in where it becomes a disorder because whatever you're feeling is kind of amplified by 10 yeah. or 100 and you just don't know how to deal with it when it's on a normal basis so then it just keeps going and growing and growing and growing and then it becomes like um like a, a an episode as as you could call it yeah and they they say i'm reading off of mind by the way uh mental health charity uh, no one knows exactly what causes it um research suggests that a combination of different factors including physical environmental social uh, and social increase your chance of developing the condition so it, it, there's no like you can't put your finger on no thing you know everybody's case is different so um 
I think like, um, but maybe like, I think this is probably a good thing to look at in within behaviours of your friends and family. Like if someone is acting a certain type of way and you realise in out of nowhere, they're kind of becoming really moody or aggressive um, and you're, you're kind of thinking, oh, this is like out of character, maybe don't just assume um, that they're just being like um, annoying or just kind of winding you up kind of like delve into it a little more and see maybe something's triggered them and maybe something in their past has made them react this way to this certain situation yeah and that's a really good point there because you you literally cleared what was what was in my head because um <clears throat> it, it's, like, it's like if i was angry at you now for some like for whatever reason if i before i was just angry right um you would i know you as a person you'd look under the reason as to why i was being angry and then try to resolve it whereas some people might just be like oh he's being angry yeah and just leave them to it and i think sometimes you kind of have to give it a bit of extra kind of attention to especially if it's people around you like naturally you're going to want to care and well you should care about like why they're behaving this way and um i guess people can become quite frantic and maybe over like over express their emotions because that's what it says it, it says you can't really regulate your emotions and I guess, say, if, for example, someone's feeling happy about something, but to a normal person, it'd be just like, oh, yeah, this is great. But to someone with bipolar, they might be like excessively like excited, jumping around kind of, you know, um, and you might think, well, what is this like lunatic doing? But in your head, I mean, like, obviously, that's not the way to think. But actually, you, you've got a really kind of delve into there's there's more to it than just what face value it is mm -hmm. well, something yeah a good point though and i'm also because we've spoken about depression a lot right um people know what depression is everybody does so you're down upset tired sluggish low self-esteem agitated uh, perhaps even suicidal um and then i think i don't think we've really talked about you know the manic episodes yeah um, so happy, euphoric, euphoric, sorry, um, increased energy, confident, um, feeling like you're untouchable, can't be harmed. So it is that kind of what you were saying with the, the impulsive, maybe, type of behaviours. Um, and then I guess that could lead to maybe drugs, rude, aggressive behaviour, alcohol, excessive spending, uh, taking just actual no care for your own safety so i think that is the other side of bipolar which people don't really get yeah i think yeah you're, you that's a really good point actually because um like even for instance gambling it might be just because someone's got over it like you know some some people just know when to stop don't they like some people just know whether it's the right thing to carry on or not but maybe someone with bipolar might win like a tenor and become an impulsive person and get overexcited and kind of drive themselves into this wedge of gambling and keep doing it and keep or whatever the the substance is gambling drugs or whatever and they just have no self-control and i think i'm not sure i think it, it obviously takes a lot of research and maybe people listening have experienced this themselves or have helped people that have suffered with bipolar but um i guess it's important to know what you should do in that situation to help someone mm -hmm. what you mean like um 
if you are to help someone like or you mean like actual like a diagnosis and treatments or what um, do you mean medication? both really i think we should really discuss like what we should do yeah, I guess I guess the first instance would be to diagnose it. Like, how can you diagnose that you've got bipolar? Mm. So it's a really difficult one um, because I think some symptoms obviously are going to be common with. I know it's common with depression and reading on the article as well, which I if you I think we've talked about before, but very briefly, borderline personality disorder (BPD). Yeah. Uh, and schizophrenia so they're basically mind is just saying consult your doctor and that is so true don't go on google because that's what i did before you probably did and it says you know you might have bipolar and it's just like yeah it's just like if you have a cut on your toe and you google it and it kind of tells you you've got herpes or something but (laughs) how does that work i mean you, you don't want to do that really and it is right to the best thing to do is to get professional help or and another thing here is does say on this website as well mind one um i guess if you notice some irregularities in yourself or someone around you maybe kind of note down their patterns of like maybe do something a little extra note down what they're doing in their day-to-day life or what you are doing in your day-to-day life that you might notice that at 12 p.m i'm feeling extra excited overexcited but it comes to nine o'clock and i'm p.m and i'm feeling extra depressed um maybe kind of find out what you're doing in your day that's kind of making you feel these emotions because then that way you can kind of hone in on the cause of your moods and you can realize that maybe i can actually control my bipolar yeah and i think there's um just reading on like another link going off of that NAF, um which you sent me from the national institute of mental health there's different types of bipolar so there's bipolar two and i can't call i can't pronounce this last last one diclothemic yeah i sound like i got a lisp lisp that (laughs) sounds like a transformer (laughs) you you did you did better than me Um, (laughs) bipolar disorder one defined by manic episodes that last between seven last at least seven days or by manic symptoms that are so severe that the person needs immediate hospital care um usually episodes occur as well typically lasting two weeks that's depressive episodes um bipolar 2 defined by a pattern of depressive episodes and hypermanic episodes but not the full-blown manic episodes oh this is is quite confusing yeah Um, and then the last one which you pronounce better than me uh i'll just call it c for now uh defined by periods of hypermanic episodes as well as periods of depressive lasting for two years See, th- th- this is quite extensive as well and like even when i thought prior to this call and when i was thinking of this topic or whatever when i when i heard the word bipolar in my past or whatever i guess i kind of assumed it was very short term in the moment but from what i'm reading here it's kind of something that's it kind of drags on well if you've ever been depressed you know, like, I, I don't get depressed for an hour. No. Really. I get sad. I can get sad for an hour, two, three, four. Um, but depression, it normally hits me for at least, I don't know, maybe three to three days to six months. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I can I can sympathize with how that must feel. But I can't imagine feeling mania for that long. No, of course. And I guess like 
even people around me, like friends and stuff, will probably say that I can be quite moody and stuff. But to diagnose myself with bipolar, that would be kind of stupid of me. But I guess in in terms of empathy and sympathising with those that have suffered from this to a severe level, it is horrible. Like, if we talk about our own experiences, it is horrible from randomly feeling great to literally within, like, 10 minutes, you you don't even know what's triggered you and you start to feel rubbish again. And I have had, like, moments like... I still have moments like that, especially during lockdown and especially this lockdown... um, um specifically um it's hit me a lot like there'll be i've i've noticed sundays and mondays are my worst days for my moods i will feel rubbish i will feel absolutely horrible on a sunday like i just i will feel moody like all day and then monday comes in and it looms in that it's the start of the week and nothing's happening again another day and then then gradually my mood gets better during the week but like sunday and monday are usually my off days and i don't know if that's a a form of bipolar but it's definitely a form of depression i think yeah well it's going to be how you're interpreting those days mate and you know your environment i think your environment is the most single most important thing really um to be in a nice content environment you know where you're not worrying or stressing about things you've got a lot of things to be stressed about mate admittedly and that's coming from me you know yeah Um, and i I do kind of agree with that but i also kind of look at it in the terms of somebody could be in a massive mansion where the environment is great they've got people around them they could be having like they've got a cinema room they've got like a tennis court a basketball court football court but they could sit there on a 2 p.m on on a monday afternoon and feel shit i mean Mm. and but their environment could be great there's certain times in 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 your life where it doesn't matter what material things you've got around you what what your environment is telling you i think it's your mind that kind of takes over and tells you that it kind of negates everything that's good around you and tells you that you're like you should be feeling sad and I, I do get that like obviously environment plays a massive role um going out for a walk which i do daily and things like that but there are times where not even them things help yeah well it might just be a case of i mean it's a tearing a little bit from the topic here but like it might just be a case of changing environment and that is the hardest thing to do at the moment yeah of course and for a lot of people um like like we said at the start of the course as something that you you said sam that you didn't really think that it could happen at any time like bipolar for instance there might be several cases during this pandemic that people have actually been diagnosed with bipolar because of their environment because they're stuck indoors because they're doing the same thing day in day out and it kind of looms over them and that becomes kind of a um a, a period of trauma no i just can't imagine having bipolar in you know when you're confined to a small space and like you know being de- like being depressed is one thing but being manic right having a manic episode and not being able to do anything with that energy inside yeah because obviously like like we've we've had to say in every single episode pretty much is we're conformed in the same conformed to the same kind of room same house like all day every day for the last what 
nine, 10 months now. And obviously things haven't really changed. There was like a, maybe like a month or two in between where we had a bit of freedom as such, but then you're conformed back to these kind of secluded kind of um, environment. And it does take its toll. And um, I, I can assume that many people around the world have become a lot more depressed, a lot more in touch with their emotions, because what else can you do other than think? Well, I don't know what the suicide rate is. Like, this is jumping onto something quite extreme now. Um, I don't know what the suicide rate is or what, what you know, d- depression statistics, even if you can get that at the moment from people being in um, lockdown or tier four or any, anything like that. I don't know if we have any metrics on that, if there is such a thing, but... Um, I almost, I hate saying this because I, loads of people are going to probably disagree with me and it's quite controversial. I, I almost, I'm almost at the stage now where I'm thinking people's mental health is way more important than, you know, this, this disease, this, this, like, COVID. Yeah. I'm almost I think- thinking I'd, I'd let it, I'd let it run rampant. I know that sounds really bad, but like, it's getting to that point now. <laughs> no, no. And Sam, I think a lot of us can agree, like, um, given the fact that I, th- I don't know if you saw today, we, we have now exceeded the most amount of deaths um, across the world in the UK for from COVID. And I know that it's very traumatic. It's very stressful that people are dying from this virus. And obviously, it's now not just becoming numbers, it's becoming people we know that are kind of... Exactly. So um, I guess what I'm trying to get at is, yeah, yes, it is a trivial... disease like it's horrible but there are still other things happening that are causing deaths there's suicide there's abuse um domestic abuse i don't know if you um happen to read uh, the stats um of when when the first lockdown kicked in there were tons more domestic abuse cases because where can these women run to when they're conformed to their houses yeah do you know what i mean there's no outlet when guys you know guys as well like guys get like any gender kid you know kids it could be grandparents it could be parents anybody friends like whoever you're living with it can still happen in the house like abuse can happen in the house right um, yeah and i'm just this is why i hate saying it because it, that is controversial it really is and don't get me wrong like it does affect people differently flu's affecting people differently. like i had it right i had covid and i lost my sense of taste and smell um and I know somebody else, their blood oxygen dropped to like 90% or something. And that was yeah. really dangerous. So eh, it can affect people differently. But I'm almost at the point now where it's just like, it sounds really bad to say, but it's just like, is this is this bloody worth it? Like, yeah. Um, look, we're kind of, I've used this analogy many times and I've actually seen it being mentioned as well. We're, we've become puppets to this government and... I never thought we'd be in a time um, in the world, in our lives, especially like with the fact that we are in such an extreme like digital era as well. And like we are an independent generation, especially where the government are telling us who we can and can't see. Like they're telling us that I can't go and see my uncle and auntie. Mm. Like they're physically telling us that we're not allowed to do these things. Like how are we living in this kind of world? 
Yeah, and how and linking that to you know, you know, like bipolar and stuff. Like there isn't anything. I mean, I don't know it. <laughs> yeah, of course it's needed. Like, like I don't see anything being done by the government to curb things like with, with people with um, mental health help. Um, disorder, no, you know. And do, do you know what's even worse is the only reason that people are really talking about it and talking about these effects and and what's happening to our mental health is people like us is people like the organizations that aren't making any money people like friends and family that are looking out for random people people like um small businesses that are kind of raising awareness it's not the high end government that are kind of looking out for you it's us around us it's our own communities well yeah at, at my work for example the they're putting a couple of things in place. They've got mental health um, uh, people in the company that just, you know, you can go to talk to, that that sort of thing. Um, and if you listen to one of the Boris Johnson's announcements, like I can't remember which one it was exactly, but it wasn't too long ago. Um, but someone mentioned, like, what are you doing about mental health? And I'm almost thinking, like, as that was asked, it's like because they probably would have filtered it out and asked the appropriate questions. It's like, are you just talking about that because it's trendy or are you talking about it because it's a serious problem? Because yeah. if it's a serious problem, you would put graphs up. Yeah, no, it's it's all, um, you know, in that way, Sam, it's it becomes performative. Yeah, that, that's what I'm trying to say, mate. That's exactly what I'm trying to say. It's like, are you talking about it because everybody else is? Or are you like, are you going to do something about it? For example, someone dying, someone famous, um, for 10 years or so, you didn't care about this person, you weren't really bothered or whatever, but now they're dead, you kind of want to show they're a legacy act. But yeah. what were you doing when they were alive? That's yeah, perfect point. I haven't thought about it like that at all. So, like the same with mental health. Like, if and and do you know what? I don't know if you've seen. You might have done, and you might have even said something on this. Um, I don't know if you've seen that meme going around of them four guys. Yep. Um, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. So basically, these four guys dressed up as they do, and they're on. A, they're obviously they're out with like with each other, and um, this happened months and months ago. And I said this at the time, and I'm saying it again. So that that meme, that picture went around. People were taking their piss. They were taking absolute like the the absolute piss out of these guys for no reason for no reason at all and the same people that are taking the piss out of these guys next day are coming in on on social media saying think about what you're saying to other people um you don't know what they're going through but what happened to these four guys then yeah i haven't thought about it like that do you know what i mean like now them four faces are circulating on on social media and they didn't even they they didn't intend to be that like the face of social media but now you're kind of taking a piss out not you i'm saying you as in plural you're you're taking a piss out of these guys and you now you don't even know what they're going through but the next the next day you're saying about tom dick and harry you need to you need to care about that mm. it's all performative I, I it actually makes me sick seeing these people like take the piss out of, of someone one day and then the next day they're kind of saying oh well you should do this you should do that well you have to carry that same energy, man. If you're going to be an advocate for mental health, that energy needs to stay throughout. You can't pick and choose who you're going to be care caring for. 
And they're nice guys. Like, if you watch that Piers Morgan interview, which they did, I think it was today or yesterday, they're actually really nice guys. Exactly. And you, it's all to do with everything. You mentioned this quite a lot, Sam, and I use this reference because of you, is people take things on safe face value a lot of the time. Like, they'll see something, see a picture, or see a glimpse of someone and assume... And the worst thing you can do is assume because you really don't know the backstory to these people. Like these four guys, I'm not saying this is the case, but they could have all had cancer and they've got to this point where they're confident enough to wear things they like. They've grown their hair back. They've this, they're that. And now you're on social media taking a piss because um, XYZ has done it as well. Well, social media... Like you're not actually seeing those people. It's like it's like this whole cyberbullying thing that we talked about. It's kind of, you know, from the other end of the spectrum. We're like, well, let's just call people bullies for now. Let's just call them bullies because it's just easier, right? And it's just from that perspective, it's easier. You take the emotion away from it because you're not there. Like if if if, but Naf, if you you and me, not saying that we do this ever because we're not the type of people, but if you and me were to stand in front of those four guys right then and just take the piss, what's the odds that we'd have the shit kicked out of us? Exactly, but it's all trolling, isn't it? It's all, yeah. everyone can become a troll and keyboard warriors. But when it comes to actually facing the repercussions of what you're doing, a lot of people just shy away and pretend like they didn't do anything. And I, I, maybe I feel like I'm a bit too fueled for this certain kind of um, thing that I'm talking about. But it does make me very angry that there'll be like i've seen it so many times um sam there'll be the there'll be a girl on, on social media who'll be like oh stop taking the the mic you don't know what they've been through but you'll search a keyword in in their profile and um realize they've been tweeting some other girl the same thing mm. do you know what i mean like it that energy what i'm trying to get at is if you're going to advocate mental health and say that it's important to care about these things you can't pick and choose and be selective in who you're going to kind of use that energy for you can't bully someone on this end of the spectrum and say on the other end you, you you're kind of against it mm. and good point there because you never know just to turn good well going back to the original topic like one of these guys like you said could either one have cancer or they could have tendencies to be the bipolar or depressed, right? Yeah, of course. You just don't know. Like, how would you feel if, like, we took the mick out of them and that person, one of them thought, I've had so much bad publicity from this. Maybe he goes into work or um, one of them goes into work and he's got, you know, he gets basically the, sh the shit ripped out of them and then yeah. he to commit suicide the next day like how, how does that make people feel or on the other end of the spectrum as well sam like what if these four guys were happily and fine and they would just happen to feel confident this day on that picture but now they've seen all of this trolling all of this bullying and now they've actually caused it this trolling has caused them to feel depressed and now you've all kind of um basically channeled this into them that they they are now depressed and feeling these disorders mm. Mm. everything every action has a reaction and if you're not ready to face what's going to happen just think about what you're going to say
Yeah, because you don't know what that person's going through. And will go through. but the thing is, as well, like I know you say that, and a lot of us say that that you don't know what someone's going through, but you don't need to know what someone's going through to be a nice person. Like mm. that shouldn't dictate your behaviour towards someone. Your energy yeah. should just be positive, regardless. And if yeah. they are going through something and you've been nice, mm. um, they're going to appreciate that so much more than than you pitying them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, maybe I feel a bit aggressive um, or sound a bit aggressive, but it just rolls me up sometimes when I see things like this. No, but it's a good point. It's a good point, but I do think we're deterring a little bit. Yeah, of course. Um, so, yeah, back to, I guess, bipolar. Um, it, I guess what, I'll, what we can kind of end on is um, things that we can do to help people and treatments. Yeah. I mean, there's a list of treatments on on mind if you wanted to read off of them. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've got treatments up here. So um, there's obviously cognitive behavioral therapy, CBT, um, interpersonal therapy, which I, I guess I know what that is, but focuses on a relationship with others and how your thoughts, feelings, behaviors are affected by relationships and how they affect your relationship in turn. Um, and behavioral couples therapy, so it's just couples therapy with between partners emotional regulation um other types of therapy um enhanced relapse prevention individual psychoeducation uh which is a brief intervention to help you le- help help you learn coping strategies which i think is a great one yeah uh, group psychoeducation so this involves in a group of people with shared experiences led by trained therapists to build up knowledge about bipolar disorder and self-management kind of like aa i kind of i'm seeing yeah yeah uh family focused therapies involves working as a family to look at behavioral traits identify risks and that's a brilliant one because if you've got a family which i mean this isn't going to be the case for a lot of people um but a family which may i know i have one of my friends who's got um uh who's got adhd okay um, yeah and his family were very 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 well when i when i knew him and i knew his family they were very receptive to to that and i think if your family can get involved um to help one of your children like one of your children or maybe it's the father the mother whatever um that can go a long way yeah Um, i think especially when you're in that environment where you're around your family a lot um when you're in when you're facing these these things like bipolar for instance and you notice that somebody else is actually caring about you and kind of not tiptoeing but actually being very observant of how they're being around you it kind of makes you feel good that oh someone's actually going out of their way to make sure that i'm okay yeah and that and that and another point on that as well enough is um some of these treatments might be hard to acquire because obviously demand's gonna i I know demand's gonna be skyrocket now and access to you know facilities for this or to actual consultants is going to be fairly limited so um there's another section on here which i really like is just about self-care um to kind of build you know help sustain you for now during lockdown um if you do have bipolar or have bipolar tendencies just monitor your mood uh, keep a diary of it um, understand your triggers which is important for everyone even if you don't have bipolar um learn your warning signs i think you spoke about this before changes in sleep pattern eating patterns appetite and behavior so that that also goes with your point where you said um if you notice behavioral changes in other people um yeah and yeah so taking 
practical steps here. Manage stress, manage finances, plan ahead of a crisis um, and look after your physical health. So obviously yeah, diet, get enough sleep, exercise um, and build a network. So as we and me and Nat say every week, just talk to people. doesn't matter who it is, maybe friends, close friends, uh, family. Uh, just make sure they're listening um, and offer some element of understanding. Um, yeah, and which... you know what? Through all of these kind of things of self-care, you might even notice, you might even, like, learn more about yourself. And, like, even if you don't suffer from bipolar, all of these things that you've just listed, Sam, these are these are good things that you should do on a regular basis anyway, just to get to know yourself a little better so that you... It's kind of like a, a case of prevention, as well isn't it like prevent yourself from getting these disorders by just looking after yourself yeah exactly we just yeah look after you i i think i mentioned this in a previous pod you know um so if your dog was dying right if your dog if you had a dog and it was dying would you and you and you and your doctor get and the vet sorry the vet gave you medication for every single day of the week would you miss out a single day to give your dog medication well no yeah you wouldn't of course you wouldn't no no but people have a tendency to miss out on their own medication right yeah because people people's self-worth isn't enough and I think it, you, you're absolutely right, Sam. It's because um, in them instances, people value others more than they do themselves. But yeah. you've then got to think is if you're not around, you could be the support system for so many other people. And now you're taking yourself out of this equation by not looking after yourself. Now you're leaving other people without a support system. And I know that's a, a selfish way to look at it, but that, that's true as well. Well, especially if you're in a family and you have, um, I think the right word is dependence. Yeah. Um, like if if you're in, um, what is it? If you're in a airplane and the airplane decides to go down, um, and you have a baby, you want to put the mask on yourself first, the oxygen mask, yeah, oxygen mask on yourself first, rather than the baby. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is that yeah. Thing? Um, and that applies to everything. Just look after yourself, and then I guess looking after other people will come with that. Yeah, of course, because you you can't look after anyone else until you're you're good yourself. So, yeah, so yeah, I think we've covered a lot, and I think I've learned quite a lot really about bipolar and the different types of bipolar disorder there are. Um, mm. So yes, it's been quite uh, quite an educational one. Yeah, there is. Um, I'm not educated enough. I'm not a GP. Neither is NAF. Um, surprise, surprise. But there are medications available for this, which you're going to have to consult the your psychiatrist or GP. Um, so there's like lithium, anticonvulsants, antidepressants, antipsychotics. But obviously, I guess that I think that I don't know anything about it, but that depends, I guess, on yeah, the individual. Yeah, 100%. Um, we won't touch on that. Um, but yeah, just that's the type of thing maybe you'd be expecting if you want to go get diagnosed. Yeah, well, what I'll do is as well is these two links that we've kind of used, I'm going to put into the description. And um, if anyone wants to go in and look into a bit more depth onto these things, they can um, feel free to message us as well. Like if you have any questions on things that we've read out, maybe we can help clear them up for you and do some research for you. Um, yeah. like we're happy to help and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's good to talk about it all, really. And now going forward, I feel like I'm going to be a bit more 
receptive and observant towards my friends and family to notice that if their behavior is off, maybe it's a form of bipolar or maybe it's a trigger that I need to kind of be more aware of and be a bit delicate around. Yeah, the moral of the story is for most people, and this might not sound appropriate, but just just don't be a dick. Like, I think know. we say that a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's true, though. It's true. Just don't be a dick. I mean, people's like everybody's going through shit at the moment. Yeah. Um, just don't be a dick. Make I, life easier for yourself and other people. Yeah, definitely. I think um, I always say this as well. Like, it's all about compassion, empathy, and sympathy. These are three things that if you can allow yourself to feel for other people it will go a long way because you'll feel better in yourself. You'll feel more of an understanding person and others will feel better from it because they'll realize that people care. And that's all that we want. We want people to realize they're not alone. And hence why we have these chats ourselves. Like I said this to you prior to the call, like I think this is going to be quite an educational one for us. Mm. Yeah. And it has been like, I, I learned a lot in it and I thought I knew like a fairly small amount about bipolar, but you know, there's a lot more to it. Yeah, definitely. Um, I guess we'll cap it off there. Um, this is episode 31. Um, just to reiterate, thank you for your support, guys. Um, we wouldn't have been doing this if we didn't have the listeners, so it's, we're really appreciative of that. Yeah, and give us a share. We've been doing this for 31 weeks. Well, if you include in the video, when we've had like two weeks, we had a break last week, didn't we? Because we just thought, yeah, we, we need to. Um and um i think yeah it's just worth a share please <laughs> yeah please um so you can follow us on um social media facebook instagram and twitter at just mates pod on spotify anchor apple podcast and podcast platforms we are just mates podcast um we're easily accessible we've kind of really made sure that we're covered on different platforms so if you don't have spotify and don't have the means to afford that you can always listen to us on youtube um apple podcast and things like that so there's there's different media that we've kind of made ourselves available to um and if you have any feedback like just please let us know if there's things that we you want us to discuss just um use the hashtag just mates pod on social media we do what well, i do actively check them as well uh, to see if we've been tagged um so if there's anything you want to like want us to raise just let us know yeah and yeah you pretty much hit the nail there mate yeah so i have been the face and i have been as usual samuel and we will see you later see you later bye, bye. bye, 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 bye.